to Podcasting 101 with me, your host, Rachel. This podcast is for female business owners and solopreneurs that are looking to start a podcast to add to your own already awesome offering. I'll give you helpful advice that you can take away and use in your podcasting journey. I hope to answer those tricky questions that just keep you from starting. Once a month, I'll be joined by other female podcasters. They'll share their journey with you and offer tips and advice they discovered along the way. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode. Some of you may remember that about four weeks ago, I was talking about the effect of scheduling your social media posts into like LinkedIn and Instagram and, and, and Facebook, and whether there was a difference between posting it natively. Um, because the person I was talking to was, was, was talking about how LinkedIn especially like punishes you for having, um, using a third party provider. So I was interested to see whether or not, uh, how much difference it, it actually makes. First, I was going to take a look at the LinkedIn results. So I created a spreadsheet so I could track the four weeks I was doing native posting and the previous four weeks to that. So I looked at the, and this is on LinkedIn, discovery or impressions, reactions, comments, reposts, and then there's a separate video performance, which has views, viewers and minutes viewed. So quickly taking a little look, I know you can't see my screen and I don't really want to uh, bore everybody with like loads of numbers. <laughs> so uh, on the whole, I would say my video performance is better posting natively. I have got probably double the amount of views um, that I got from previous four week weeks and the minutes viewed are higher. So that was a plus. I, on the whole, I would say I got, I got roughly about the same kind of discovery or impressions. I had a post that did really well in October. Uh, there was one post that I talked about um, how I've been nominated for an award, um, Entrepreneur of the Year, and that got a load of engagement. That was actually posted natively as well, so that doesn't really count because it's a, it was like a, you know, an ad hoc post because I just found out that I'd been nominated for this award, which was like super exciting. So, and that was a personal, um, kind of a personal post as well. And I always find that posts that are slightly personal or talking about you rather than the business, um, tend to do better than other posts. So, but just comparing those, I would say that for LinkedIn, it hasn't really made that much difference posting natively comparatively to posting and um, using a scheduler. I would say what also what makes what can make a difference is how much you're engaging with a platform. So I have been making an effort these past few months to do a lot more engagement, reaching out to people, you know, connecting with my network. Over the summer, I took like pretty much six weeks off work. I did um, I did have some holiday time and I did engage, but I didn't do a lot of engagement on LinkedIn um, because I had the kids off and I just didn't feel like it was something that I wanted to do. And I noticed uh, there was a noticeable drop there. 
But because I have since September hit been engaging a lot more on the platform, I think that those results show, it shows that I have more views and it's not just because, you know, I'm putting stuff out there. You have to, you have to do, it's a bit of give and take, isn't it? We, we all know this. We can't just put stuff out there and go, hey, look at my stuff and then expect like a load of return on it. You have to, um, you know, play the game and engage with your audience and your community and support them as well. And they in return will do the same for you. So um, I do feel that uh, the different, it's not really made much difference in terms of native or scheduling, but actually the amount of engagement that I was doing on the platform. And then for Instagram, I'm not going to bother with Facebook because I hardly get anything on Facebook. But I mean, maybe you'll disagree with me on this. And if you do disagree, I would love to hear from you. I don't really get anything on Facebook. I have Facebook um, for business because it links to my Instagram account. It's a great way for my kind of friends and family network to see the stuff that I'm doing, which is quite always quite good. So it's always quite it's always good to keep um, you, that part of your network informed about what you're doing because you never know that somebody might recommend you and then they'll pop you in Facebook and they'll find you. But in terms of leads and business, I don't really um, bother that much with Facebook. I just kind of use it as a, as a shop window, if you will. Instagram, I obviously do more with. So I kind of compared, these are just kind of like an overview of the stats. I haven't gone into like too much data-driven detail because um, it would make for a rather boring um, podcast episode. And it was just to get an idea of whether or not it made a difference for scheduling versus native. So compared to October, so again, I did like um, a spreadsheet and I looked at accounts that are reach, the percentage, whether that's up or down from the previous month, in accounts that engaged, and then the percentage of whether that was up or down from the previous month, total followers. And then I looked at how many, um, like the content shared, it gives you a little breakdown of like posts, stories, reels and videos that you've shared. And um, so you can get an idea of how much you have shared compared to previous months, whether it's the same, whether it's more or less. So I reached 397 accounts in October and in November, between the 1st and the 27th, because I'm recording this on the 28th. So I and that, the accounts reach was 728. So it's 110 percent. Um, more engagement, accounts reach, sorry, than last month, which is a massive plus. So the stats for accounts engaged is actually down 43.1%. So, which means I have reached more accounts, but half the amount of accounts have engaged back with me. So it was 84 to in October and 45 in November. So obviously that's not great. My followers have grown by four. I, instead of 396 from October, I now have 400 followers. And compared to last month in terms of what was shared, I actually shared 10 posts last month and seven this month. I've doubled the amount of stories that I've shared. And that would have some, I would say that has something to do with the amount of account, accounts that I've um, reached because stories I find are quite popular. I've also made an effort to change my videos into reels. So I've got four reels this month where I didn't have any last month. I do 
I do feel that reels have a better reach than anything else as well. So that could be um, a reason why, another reason why I have reached more accounts. In fact, I'm pretty sure doing more reels and stories is the reason why I've managed to reach more accounts, but potentially not had anyone engage back with me, um, which is a bit disappointing. But I have also, I have made an effort, like you can see, I've doubled the amount of stories that I'm doing. I've tried to make um, more stories and more, instead of just sharing my grid posts to my stories, I follow this other account that talked about it. I can't remember the lady's name, but she talked about really you should be doing specific content for your stories. So I have started to make more specific content. So making my audiograms in stories um, in a proper story rather than just sharing it from my grid. And I've done more targeted, uh, more specific posts in my stories, as well as doing some of the personal stuff that I like to do as well. So I guess the results are a bit mixed from Instagram, really. Um, we can see that using stories and reels has um, increased the amount of reach that I have on the accounts, but I need to work on that engagement. And I think this is a bit of a a thing for everybody really is that not to forget that we we spend and I'm very guilty of this myself spending the time creating this content you know no matter how much time you're potentially saving by creating your podcast episode or your blog and, and then repurposing that into different types of video and stories and social captions and all those kind of things but also to get that all-important engagement with your community to be able to build um, to be able to build your community, you need to be able to get in front of them and get talking with them. And I know it's easier said than done because I have those times where I go, I log on and go, right, I'm going to spend 30 minutes and I'm going to find some awesome people to connect with and look at their content, listen to their podcast, and I'm going to, you know, engage with them genuinely. But it's quite hard sometimes to find those people and it can be a little bit difficult to begin with spending that time trying to find those people. I had recently had some coaching. I was lucky enough to get a grant for some coaching with the Real World Consultancy. And I had a lovely lady called Christina be my coach. She was the one that nominated me for the Entrepreneur of the Year Award as it's through the Real World Consultancy. Results in on that on the 8th of December. <laughs> um, but we worked on, like part of the thing that I guess I was avoiding as well was since the summer, taking a break over the summer and coming back September is getting in front of people that you don't already know. So in front of people that you do know, you know, I have quite a, a nice engaged community on LinkedIn where I, there's people that I know and I engage with them and they engage with me, but it's trying to find those new people, getting in front of those new people to, to shout about how, not just shout about how great you are, because obviously that's not what you want to do, but be genuinely engaged with their content and think, is this person somebody that I could get on with? Do our values align? Would we get on? Could we have a coffee chat? That is probably like my main aim would be to try and connect with somebody and then have a coffee chat with them. I feel like I do much better face-to-face -face with somebody. I really like having coffee chats or little virtual coffees with people to connect with them and get to know them a bit better. I just find it it works a little bit better um, than just leaving stuff in the comments. It's been interesting tracking the engagement and 
follows and reaches and things like that for this past four, four weeks. And I've come to the conclusion that I don't think it really matters whether you schedule or natively post your content to social media, but that you engage with as many accounts as you can and that feel genuine for you. That would be my big piece of takeaway advice here. As always, if you have any questions, I'd love to hear from you. Um, pop me an email or DM me on Instagram or LinkedIn. I will leave all the information in the show notes for you to contact me easily. Also, if you have a podcast or thinking about starting a podcast and you're feeling a little bit stuck, then I offer a 30-minute free consultation where I can give you some personalized advice for your podcast. So if you'd like to book in that session, there will be a Calendly link in the show notes and you can book straight into my diary there, find a time that's convenient for you and ask me your podcast questions or anything to do with what you're stuck on in your podcast and I will give you some personalized advice. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you next time. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please like, share and subscribe. Your support means so much to me. If there's a question or topic you'd like covering, then I'd love to hear from you. Find the podcast on Instagram at Rachie Botfield and drop me a DM. Till next time. Bye.